And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show from the Uniden America Studios. For Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, Dan Mandis, this is Red Eye Radio. 866-90-RED-EYE is the phone number, 866-907-3339. There's been a lot made of what is going on on our college campuses across uh, the country. And so we've seen time and time and time again. I documented some for you last night, and I've been documenting some of this for you uh, this morning as well of these students that have been out there. You know, they've been protesting Israel. They're, they've been in support of Palestine, which, you know, for a lot of folks, if you support Palestine, then you are supporting uh, Hamas, whether that's fair or not, is up for uh, debate. But, you know, the point is, is that the American people, are absolutely shocked by what we're seeing on these college campuses. Listen to this. Billionaires who have pumped $500 million into these Ivy League schools have now backed out over their failure to condemn the Hamas terror attacks in Israel. Harvard and UPenn, uh, they both face losing hundreds of millions of dollars in future endowments. By the way, you know who has a a very big connection to UPenn? Yeah, Joe Biden. That's right. So you've got UMass, you've got Harvard, you've got UPenn, you've got some of these other colleges as well. And last night, we told you the story of these athletes who are, you know, used to play for these uh, colleges and, and they've been calling out their alma mater. Now we do have these billionaires who have also been giving to uh, these Ivy League schools. And, and now they're saying, no, we're not going to give to a school that refuses to condemn these terror attacks. They say up to $487 million could be lost uh, amid rising tensions between uh, Israel and Palestine. See, that's, that's what's going to happen here in America. Well, that is what is going on here in America. Is you have two very specific sides. You are either pro-Israel, anti-Hamas, or you are anti-Israel and pro-Hamas and and pro-Palestine. Now, I do understand, again, that there is a debate going on 
where if you are out there and, and you're protesting Israel and, you know, you're gathering in support of uh, Palestine and you say free Palestine. OK. But what about condemning Hamas? And so if you there's a lot of people that I, I believe are looking at this debate and they're saying, if you don't condemn Hamas. Well, then you're obviously for Hamas. Now, I'm going to tell you, you know, if uh, the, the people on the left, right, they always like to say that Donald Trump and his supporters, they're just a bunch of Nazis. OK, so I will tell you as a conservative. If a group did heinous things to other, you know, other people, whatever. But we happen to have some of the same viewpoints. I would absolutely still condemn that uh, group for doing heinous things, regardless as to whether or not we had other viewpoints in common. And so my question is, as as we watch these uh you know, all these rallies in support of, of Palestine. Has there also been as people are screaming, you know, free Palestine? Oh, OK. Um, can we talk about condemning Hamas? Because I think that those people who want to chant free Palestine would go a long way, maybe just maybe in garnering some support if they did throw in the occasional condemnation of a terrorist group that murdered over well over a thousand innocent people weekend before last. But you see, the free Palestine people, they can't do that. And so to me, I don't I don't know how you can uh, look at the carnage. And I told you uh, yesterday that I I had been uh, spending the weekend watching some of these videos that uh, were filmed by Hamas and, and put up on social media. Where they broke into homes and they shot people at point blank range. They did awful things. There's a story out there that um, I didn't really cover tonight because I feel like I, I did enough of that story yesterday. But there is a story out there and it is a story that is really directed towards uh, people who I, I guess there's. There's folks out there that are, are doubting the um, the savagery of the uh, of Hamas and what they did to those Israelis and those Israeli families when they killed all of these innocent people. And so what they're saying, and these are the the doctors and, you know, some of the um, people who had to, you know, clean up, if you will, in Israel. And they're saying, if you have any doubt. The corners in Israel. If you have any doubt as to the butchery of what happened, come talk to us. Read our words. Listen to what we are saying. If you're somebody who is doubting that this actually happened or if it's somebody that is uh, doubting at how bad this was, uh, this was bad. This was bad. And there was, you know... There was some debate amongst conservative circles, I guess, where, you know, the media participated in it, too. This whole conversation about whether or not babies were actually beheaded. And I told my Nashville audience because, you know, this was something that was being discussed 
And and my position was, I, I'm horrified at this whole thing. So whether or not you know these children were were mutilated or were shot, I can't be any more horrified. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just something I've noticed, bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CPREDEYE, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Whether they were mutilated or whether they were shot, it's, to me, it's all equally as horrifying. So, you know, there were people actually saying, well, it's not nearly as bad. They they weren't really beheaded. Are you kidding me? Really? Is that your, your official take? Because there were some people that were sort of intimating or dancing around to that effect. To me, I can't be horrified anymore, regardless as to how these kids died. And so when you look at what's going on at these Ivy League schools with all of these uh, rallies to support Palestine, the Palestinians. The question is, how much condemnation are we seeing with uh, Hamas? And I'm not seeing a whole heck of a lot. Now, if I didn't fear for my life and my safety and the safety of my family, I would wade into one of those uh, here in Nashville and I would ask the question, do you condemn Hamas and do you condemn what they did? I would hope that many would. But there seems to be some debate out there. Anyway, five hundred million dollars is what um, some of these uh, schools are going to end up losing Billionaires Ken Griffey and others have called for Harvard to take a robust stance in defense of Israel and criticize students defending the Hamas attack. We had quite a bit of a a great conversation earlier about this, uh, earlier in uh, the program here on Red Eye Radio, where I I was talking about uh, just this, where some of these students, you know, they're awfully young. You know, 18, 19, 20 years old, but they are adults. 
But the question is, as you have uh, a lot of these CEOs and they're wanting to find uh, the names of, of these students so that they can make sure that they don't hire these students like ever. One of the questions that's out there is, is, is that really fair to hold these young adults accountable for their comments and signing on to this, you know, anti-Israeli paper. And that's going to be something that is going to follow them their entire lives if their names get out. And by the way, their names did get out. And so then we have the conversation, is that fair? And I I related to you uh, when I was far younger, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22-ish, I was extraordinarily uh, liberal. I was pro-choice. I was all about open borders. And I explained that I was I was really rebelling against my father, who was a conservative. And so I, I myself would uh, be horrified if anyone found one of the papers that I wrote in high school where I was uh, more than likely defending abortion. And so there's some that are saying, though, that it is unfair to hold these uh, students to their words now when they may change their mind in 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 years. But, you know, there's a difference. And we we talked about this with uh, many uh, listeners who called in and and I asked the, the opinions of the folks that were listening. Because there is a difference between being, you know, pro-choice which is by and large although we could make you know several different arguments here but ultimately that is a that is a a political that is a a political issue that is a a political position that you take you either take you know the position of being pro-choice or pro-life i could say that it's more of a religious thing but whatever we can you know, we can debate that, but we can debate, you know, open borders versus closed borders. I mean, but but these are all, you know, conversations that, uh, you know, people have been having for years. But you can't defend what happened in Israel. You just can't. And so if somebody is 19 years old. And they ultimately criticize Israel and, and basically say, yeah, this was Israel's fault. They had it coming. Free Palestine, you know, all that kind of stuff. Can you hold a, a 55-year-old, you know, many, many years from now? Can you hold a, a, a 55-year-old of the future a responsible for what they may have, you know, written down or signed on to, uh, you know, here in 2023? If somebody said, yeah, free Palestine. Israel deserved it. Hamas, they're freedom fighters. If somebody's 19... And in, you know, whatever, 30 years, you know, 40 years, whatever from now, uh, that comes back to haunt them. Okay, well, you know what? You have to take responsibility because there is no gray area. There is no acceptable, at least to me, there is no acceptable opinion when it comes to uh, supporting Hamas and blaming Israel for the attacks. There is none. I mean, that's not about. Uh, you know, political parties. That is about murder and the killing of innocents. And you always have to condemn the killing of innocents. 
regardless of what side that you're on. 866-90-RED-EYE is the phone number. So these uh, colleges, they're not going to get, and you know what, with these endowments, um, they don't really need uh, a lot of this money. However, uh, they are going to end up losing upwards of $500 million. Uh, 866-90-RED-EYE, 866-907-3339. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by House Products. Tested, trusted, guaranteed since 1920. The Consumer Price Index shows that during September, prices came down for several food categories, one of which is cereal and bakery products. Now, if you do the grocery shopping, you already know this. Cereal and bakery products are one of the categories that we've seen with the most persistent price growth over the last few years. Persistent, relentless price hikes month after month. However, USDA economist Megan Schweitzer says during September, those cereal and bakery product prices went down three-tenths of one percent. And that's the first time prices have declined for this category since August of 2021. So now maybe that's a sign of things easing up. However, even though prices dropped a little bit last month. Prices for cereal and bakery products are still up 4.8 percent since last year. That's on average for the whole category. Some products have seen much bigger price hikes. For example, crackers are costing 6.9% more than this time a year ago. White bread, about 8% more. Gary Crawford reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture. This report brought to you by Cenex Fuels and Lubes. Lines open for your calls. 866-90-RED-EYE on Red Eye Radio. Red Eye Radio, 86690 Red Eye is the phone number, 86690 Red Eye, and um, it's 907-3339. And you can find out more about me on the Dan Mandis Show Facebook page, and um, I'm also on Twitter. I'm on Instagram as well. And uh, th- this is interesting because I was talking about this story regarding the, um, the colleges and how they're going to lose, uh, you know, millions and millions, I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars uh, from donations from, you know, their graduated uh, students, you know, endowments and this kind of a thing. And, and so now you, you've got individuals and companies that are uh, pulling those endowments because of all of these anti-Israel uh, protests or the, the, pro, uh, the, the, pro-Palestinian, uh, the pro-Palestinian rallies that are going on. So there's a story out there today, and I'm, I want to finish this up. I was telling you about this guy named David Duell. He is uh, the CEO for a company called Easy Health. And he is saying now that these Harvard students that were out there blaming Israel for the attacks, uh, they need to pay a price. And so what he did, he actually got a hold of this paper and he leaked the list of students who were advocating for the death and the destruction of the Jewish people. Uh, This was a conversation that uh, was had on uh, Fox News, and it was a a really intriguing conversation. And um, David Dole appeared with Neil Cavuto, and they talked about a number of different things, including why Dole did what he felt like he had to do, which was tell other CEOs who these uh, students were. Listen. My family fled their homeland of Iran over 2,000 years due to the Islamic Revolution in 1979, our, the Persian Jewish community had to flee overnight, a once unimaginable situation. 
And as a result of my family's experience, I don't take my freedoms and securities for granted. I'm a student of history and anti-Semitism, and I'm aware of how tenuous our safety is in society. Our campuses are supposedly bastions of free speech, Not. but are truly domains of preferred speech at best. Yep. I think you and I know very well that in the wake of George Floyd, if white nationalists decided to hold a rally at UCLA or Harvard, it would never be allowed. Yet these same elite institutions are allowing and often encouraging calls of protest for the slaughter and genocide of the Jewish people, chanting, river to the sea, Palestine will be free. These are the same people who so vocally demanded safe spaces for everyone and misgendering to be deemed a human rights violation. So I'm not surprised my account was taken down for sharing a list of students who were advocating for the death and destruction of the Jewish people. You know, we're not talking about arguments over a two-state solution or political divisions of land. We're talking about Hamas. We're talking about terrorism, whose own charter calls for the extermination of the Jews. So I think the hypocrisy and lack of moral clarity on campuses and with administration is conscious or subconscious anti-Semitism. And we need to make sure these students pay a price and that their neighbors, friends, and employers know that they harbor these beliefs. Yeah, that is David Duell and uh, telling Fox News and Neil Cavuto why it is and that he has no regret for leaking the names of those students that uh, signed on to that uh, anti-Israel uh, pro-Palestine letter. And, and he's got a lot more to say. I've got another audio bite that I'm going to play coming for you next uh, right here on Red Eye Radio. The phone number is 866-90-RED-EYE, 866-907-3339. Red Eye Radio from the Uniden America Studios. Now for Gary McNamara and Eric Harley, here is Dan Mandis. 86690Red Eyes, the phone number 86690-73339. In for Gary and Eric. They return next Sunday night, Monday morning. And I host a morning show in Nashville, Tennessee. It starts in about a half hour, as a matter of fact. Uh, Super Talk 99.7 WTN. You can find out more information about that show, including ways that you can listen at the website, 99.7 WTN.com. I'm playing for you some audio from a guy by the name of uh, David Duell. And he is one of these big time CEOs. And he he got his hands on the names of these students out there at Harvard University that were pro-Palestine, seemingly pro-Hamas, as some would say, and anti-Israel, and, and basically saying that Israel was responsible for what happened to them weekend before last. And so he got a hold of the, the names of the students. He got a hold of a list, and he leaked it on his LinkedIn. And then LinkedIn, of course, uh, took it down, and they suspended his account. He says, though, that he has absolutely uh, no regrets over doing it and and he feels like he was justified one of the things and you know based on what we were talking i was speaking with folks earlier about this we took some calls on it and a lot of folks said you know uh, people need to know if you're a ceo you need to know what you're bringing into the company and one guy sent me a, a note on uh, facebook messenger and he said one thing that you're not considering mandis and uh, it was that some of these people that are brought into the company, like let's say, for example, uh, the person comes in for an interview and you say, you know, I see that you signed on to this uh, letter, you know, many years ago. Perhaps this is in the future as this now far older adult is 
looking back. It perhaps has changed that perspective. But if the uh, CEO says, you know, I'm going to I'm going to take you at your word that you have changed your opinion on this situation involving Israel. Well, then what we're going to do is we're going to you know, bring you in. And then what happens if it turns out that they lied to get the job and then they come in and they're, you know, not only are they anti-Semitic, but they're also incredibly polarizing. I mean, let's face it, the uh, office culture these days uh, has become, in some instances, incredibly polarizing. I mean, people were told not to speak about politics. What happens if you you hire someone who was anti-Israel, anti-Semitic, and then you've got a whole bunch of Jewish folks that work for you? And then word leaks out that, you know, this person's name was on this uh, list from uh, Harvard way back when. Well, now you've got a real problem on your hands. Still, other people said, yeah, but look at the precedent that you're setting. So are you now going to have a and I reject this outright, but it is a good point. Some people are saying, "Okay, but what happens uh, next? Like, like, think about the slippery slope, right? The domino effect. So if does that mean that we're now going to start having, say, for example, a litmus test to work for particular companies? Right now, the issue is uh, Israel. Next time, it could be illegal immigration. Next time, it could be the, you know, Ukraine funding. And if you don't agree with all of these particular political viewpoints, well, then you're not going to work here. So where does it end? Especially in a country where we all do have a right to our opinion as unpopular or wrong or wrongheaded as it may be. Now, I'm not much of a slippery slope guy. I'm just going to tell you, I don't scream slippery slope every time, you know, one of these conversations comes up. But that is another side of the argument. That is something that uh, you can say, Okay, well, that that might be worthy of a legit conversation. But you see what happened in Israel is so incredibly horrific. That I think that's why the majority of, of the American people are so unbelievably repulsed by what we saw and what we continue to see. And so this guy, David Duell, he, he says that he has absolutely uh, no regrets with putting out these names. And he does feel like these students uh, do need to be held accountable for their actions. He was uh, in the midst of an interview with Neil Cavuto, on Fox News, and it was a really good interview because, you know, there's a lot of people that cannot stand what this guy did because it's an invasion of their privacy. And, of course, my question would be, listen, uh, you put your name down on a piece of paper that uh, took a a very controversial uh, opinion. It's a political opinion where you essentially sided with people who did abhorrent things, terrorists. So do you really think that you have a right to privacy in that sense? If you if you went public with your hatred of Israel, well, then that's out there for the world to see. 
And so David Duell continued on talking about how he had no regrets for releasing the names of these kids and how or these young adults and uh, how he would do it again. Nobody should be judged by the worst decision they made in their life. I've made a lot of stupid decisions in my life, but I think they have an opportunity to publicly renounce their support for terrorism and Jew hatred. And this is not about my personal not hiring of folks because you know, I'm a small impact, but ultimately about the broader community knowing who these people are and for all employers, neighbors and friends to know that these folks harbor these types of beliefs. You know, at, at the end of the 20th century, 40 percent of university faculty and students in Vienna were Jews. That number went to zero and they got killed in the Holocaust. I'm going to do my part to prevent this from happening again. And I felt the need to speak up, knowing full well that this would come at a financial and personal price. I've already received multiple threats, bombarded with hate messages. But history has shown that the price of inaction could be greater. Yeah. So there you go. And it makes a lot of sense. And I, I do understand what he's saying. And so I think these these schools and, and we've all known that they were hotbeds for uh, progressivism for you know years. I mean, we've been uh, talking about what is going on on these uh, college campuses. And David Duell, uh, he most certainly knows that as well. I have not heard of any of these uh, students renouncing what they said in this letter. As a matter of fact, there's uh, some that are, you know, doubling down and tripling down. And I think this is going to be one of those stories that does have a, a very large impact on uh, colleges moving forward. Because if you didn't believe that these were, you know, bastions of just insane thought, well, I mean, now there really is no debate. I mean, there was a there was a uh, professor. His name is Russell Rickford, and um, he was, for whatever reason, he thought it would would be a good idea to grab a microphone. He's at Cornell uh, University, and uh, there's video out there of him talking about the uh, attacks on Israel. And, And this guy said that it was an exhilarating experience. Yeah, that's what he said. It was exhilarating. It's exhilarating, he says. It was exhilarating and energizing. By the way, I did tweet out the entire two minute plus video. It's terrible audio, as you can tell. But I mean, again, a a very controversial thing to uh, say. Now, I I know what some of you folks are thinking. We live in America and everybody's got their right to free speech, their First Amendment right to free speech. And I totally and wholeheartedly agree. And the rest of America does have a right to react to what it is that people like uh, Russell Rickford say. He is a history professor. And by the way, this guy was also in in favor of defunding the police. I did call the Hamas terrorist attacks exhilarating and energizing at a pro-Palestine rally. And so now the question is, is there going to be anything that uh, should happen to him? Should he lose his job? Should Cornell fire him? I think we all know that they won't fire him. But I can tell you that there's a lot of parents out there who are trying to decide what they want to do or where they want to send their kids to college. And and maybe the um, question that I'll have for you folks tomorrow when I, I fill in for Gary and Eric, maybe the question that I'll have for you tomorrow is, okay, so UMass, Cornell, uh, Cornell, you've got 
um, Harvard and, and some other schools, UPenn as well. As you see all of this going on, is this impacting your decision to send your kids to college? Perhaps I'll have that to be the question that I ask it tomorrow night right here on Red Eye Radio. 866-90-RED-EYE, because I think there's a lot of people that are looking at these kinds of stories. Because, you know, they're they're compounding, you know. It's like every day there's a, another story of these just insane things that are happening in college campuses. And so I think that uh, there's a lot of folks that are looking at this and thinking, man, I am paying a lot of money for this. 866-907-3339. This is Dan Mandis on Red Eye Radio. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. Red Eye Radio, 866-90-RED-EYE is the phone number, 866-907-3339. Let's say hello to Jerry calling from Chattanooga on Red Eye Radio. Jerry, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Go ahead, sir. All these kids that are, you know, throwing their opinions out and trying to support Hamas and all that, I don't think they really understand the severity of the situation, and they don't you know, realize what these people are actually going through and they're just trying to support something that's different. And if they were in their situation and they were being the ones over there, what, you know, the Jewish people and stuff are going through, these Hamas terrorists, all they would look at the Americans is like dollar signs. So they're basically, you know, even if they went over there trying to say that they supported them, they're going to think of them as, you know, money. How much money can we get out of them? And if we can't get anything out of them, then they're going to end up like the unfortunate scenario of the rest of the Americans, and then they're going to end up killing them. You know, one of the things that uh, I've thought about, Jerry, is, you know, what would you do if you were a parent and you found out that, you know, this is what your son or daughter thought about the situation in Israel, where they were, you know, siding with the terrorists and they were uh, anti-Israel. I mean, I would be heartbroken. And I'm, I'm assuming exactly. that if you if you have an adult son or daughter who's going to college, then, you know, by and large, what their political beliefs are. I think I do believe that part of and I think you're onto something, Jerry, and I, I did mention this earlier. I think part of what's going on is these kids may be uh, in engaged in some groupthink They're in, uh, in, mm-hmm. in their college campus and, and, and with groupthink, you know, you don't question. You just you agree and accept what everybody else is seeing around you. So if you're part of a, you know, an anti-Israel pro-Palestine group. And uh, you join this group for whatever reason and this happens, well, then you don't really fully comprehend how reprehensible that view is where you're blaming Israel for what happened. And I think that if you remove these kids from the situation, they may at some point, uh, you know, realize, yeah, you know what? Now, now that I've seen the videos and I realize how horrific this is. Uh, I've I've changed my mind on that because, you know, people can change their mind and they can realize that they were wrong. I, I can only hope that some of these students do do that. 
But if their name is on this letter that has now been released and is out there for the entire world to see, you know, we do live in a in a world and a society, certainly here in America, as we know, and we do a lot of uh, cancel uh, culture. And and that is part of what uh, I I love America, but I hate cancel culture in America because this is something that the left does. And so you have some people that are saying, well, you can't destroy their their lives forever because of, you know, one comment that they make. Well, guess what? Uh, They made the comment. Oh, and by the way, the uh, left does that to the right all the time. And I think one of the reasons why there is such a a passionate response to this story earlier when when we were talking about it is because, you know, people like me and, and folks like you, we have all experienced cancel culture. Either we've been canceled, we've seen conservatives canceled, or we've been the victim of attempted cancel culture. So when you see those things happening and you you understand what it means to have your career ruined, your life threatened, and you know your reputation completely uh, tarnished because of these folks, well, then you, you don't have a lot of sympathy for someone uh, on the other side who, who may be ultimately the victim of cancel culture from the right because we know how it feels. And sadly, when it comes to cancel culture that comes from the left, there is no mercy. This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.